of the Kutu Muay Thai podcast is brought to you by PMTLifestyle.com, authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Kutu. Definitely go check out the website at PMTLifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise that's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, and embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of Nak Muay. Go check it out. Welcome to this episode of the Kutu Muay Thai podcast. I am going uh, basically mobile right now um, on TikTok. I want to give a shout out to everybody on there. Sorry if there's a little bit of echo. I'm in like a, a big room. Um, kind of just to update on where we're at for as of today, which is July 5th. So there's been some updates just kind of since uh, the last episode. Um, you know, really cool stuff. I first want to say I hope everybody had a great and fantastic 4th of July weekend. Um, some people had a 40 weekend. Uh, we were closed in Ventura on Monday, July 3rd and July 4th. Santa Barbara was closed on July 4th. We had some open mats and stuff like that too. Um, I'm currently out in Arizona. I'm going to be on the assignment this weekend. I'm going to talk about that a little bit and stuff like that too. Uh, but I hope you just had a fantastic safe 4th of July. I hope you kept all your fingers. You went in there with the same amount of fingers as when you left 4th of July. Uh, for those of you that are our non-American listeners, um, it's our Independence Day, great day uh, in the country and stuff like that too. Uh, for the United States, super grateful to be in a country with as many opportunities and to do stuff such as this podcast. All right. So first thing I want to just review is uh, the last episode I talked about uh, Kung Klai versus uh, Pet Sunlek from PK Sanchez Gym. So if you missed out on one Lumpini 23 and you want to kind of skip past this segment, definitely skip past uh, if you haven't watched it. I highly recommend you go watch it or you can listen and hear about it here. All right. So Kong Klai, Annie Muay Thai out of Keith Kempton Gym fought against Pet Sunlek in the main event at One Lumpini live on YouTube, uh, Amazon, stuff like that as well. Great, great main event. It's about what I expected for there to be a complete and utter just banger of uh, Muay Thai fight. All right, so the small glove Muay Thai, uh, they're both coming off two losses. All right, so it was like a kind of like a make or break moment for them on one. Uh, Kong Klai has had two losses on one uh, where he's fighting in his trilogy with Super Ball, not Super Bon, to be clear. And um, the, going to the fight, three round fight, small glove. They're both heavy with their punching. Uh, good Muay Thai technicians. Kong Klai was able to edge out two knockdowns via punch against Pat Sunlek. And that's kind of the beginning of the end. That was in round number two. Kong Klai actually ended up being able to walk Pat Sunlek up against the ropes in the classic Keith Kems Torn Muay Cow knee fighting style where he was able to finish off with multiple knees to the face where he was on a side position basically breaking his posture over and knee him in the face repeatedly. So um, referee, great stoppage, good fight. And it won Kong Klai a $10,000 US bonus for his performance of the night. This is Kong Klai's second performance bonus. Um, this one was for knockout of the night. The other one was for like a performance bonus just for his, his heart and his big heart and fighting in his trilogy with Super Bowl over on the One Fighting Championship Series, One Lumpini. Again, this was at 123, uh, one Lumpini, number 23, 
for live from Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, great fight. Looking forward to seeing Pat Sinlek come back, uh, see who they match him up with next as well. Stoked, of course, my friend Konklai, uh, you know, showing off his style. He's training with Naparat Kit Kamtorn, who's been here on the podcast before, live from Bangkok. So super excited to see them all kind of that style come back into Kit Kamtorn. They really modified their style to more of the punch-heavy stuff because they saw that the referees are starting to break the clinch more and more and more and more, and they had to modify so, uh, but it's good that they're able to show off their big style of their knee fighting in the one Lumpini setting. All right. <clears throat> so Naparat, who is one of the trainers there now, very famous fighter. His nickname is Lord of the Knee to the Chest. We did like a whole uh, special short series that we dedicated to them and everything like that too. Some fundraising during shutdowns. A uh, great collab with uh, our extended family in Bangkok, Thailand. Um, so obviously Naparat. Uh, going into that and able to uh, help show off uh, the whole techniques of uh, what Kitkim Torn is available and what they can do with their knee fighting. Uh, Jay, over on TikTok, you're asking me if I'm religious. This is a Muay Thai podcast, so I believe in Muay Thai. All right. Um, if you want to talk about personal stuff, happy to talk about personal stuff. You can actually send me an email to Jonathan at MuayThaiVentura.com. Happy to address any one-on-one questions, stuff like that too. Also, if you want it read live on the show, go over, send me an email to Jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at MuayThaiVentura.com. That's M-U-A-Y-T-H-A-I-V-E-N-T-U-R-A.com. I'm working on getting a contact form set up and a podcast website. Still working on it, guys. Been super slammed and busy. All right. Go send it over there. Happy to answer that question on there too. All right. Staying on track here, going over to our next while I'm in Arizona, we have the WBC Muay Thai Regional title in Arizona this weekend for Samurai Soul Fighting Championships uh, is Mays versus Connerly. Going to be exciting about, really excited for it. It's the first with this new restructure of WBC Muay Thai in USA for their first regional title here in the state of Arizona. Very excited about it. Uh, Samurai Soul Fighting Championship, it has 14 feature bouts. It's at Wild Horse Pass Casino. It's in like uh, Southern Phoenix. Valley, uh, really looking forward to it. There's going to be four title fights, including uh, the WBC title fight. So there's three promotional titles with Samurai Soul. So those are five-round amateur A-class Muay Thai fights and one regional title fight with WBC Muay Thai. Uh, there's this the matchmaking that uh, Fabiano, who's the promoter, has been doing on this. Fabiano Aoki, he's also, uh, I think he was one of the first... Uh, WBC Muay Thai world champions as well. So uh, super stoked to see him kind of carrying that along. He has an awesome, amazing facility in Surprise, Arizona called Cyclone Muay Thai. Go check it out. Beautiful, beautiful facility. And he's doing some high-level stuff, and he's really wanting to do this right. He's got a fully custom-made ring for his event. Uh, it looks beautiful. He had it custom-fabricated from the ring dressings, the rope coverings, the corners, the canvas, Everything was custom fabricated. Super stoked to see that all come through. Uh, one of the fights I want to mention on here as well that's uh, looking to be a banger is Raul, Raul Navarrete out of uh, Satan Jim, who I've seen come up as a junior, versus Adam Penaneri, who's going to be out of the shack system in Southern California from the high desert. Uh, both of them, Raul has been around a little bit longer. Adam, I feel, has been a little bit more active. All right. Adam's got a very elusive style. Uh, he's somebody who's going to try some different tricks. And he's really been developing into a really strong, solid fighter over the past, like, three years. I've seen him really uh, build into that. 
uh, during COVID and all that stuff too. Uh, same thing, Raul starting to get back in, be more active, obviously out of famous Satan gym. That one's going to be a really awesome five-round fight. I'm looking forward to seeing that one. And then we have Tatum Doran versus Viner. So Doran coming off of winning the TBA tournament. I think she's like 7-0 and uh, as a fighter right now, amateur. Uh, she's been having a hard time getting matchups. So shout out to Viner stepping up. Going to be uh, going in and see what happens in this five-round fight. Um, Doran's first time fighting without shin guards. I don't know much about Viner, but I'm looking forward to seeing that one uh, on the women's portion of the card. And then we also have True uh, Simulavong versus David Fisher, both here native in Arizona. All right. Both of them, you know, David Fisher, I think about three or four years of experience now just in Muay Thai, and he has accomplished a lot as a fighter. He's fought uh, kickboxing. He's fought at the World Games. He fought at the IFMA World Championships. Uh, one, you know, fought multiple times in all the tournaments around the country. And he was doing a lot of this stuff just within his first two years. So it's pretty spectacular what he's achieving out of Dan's gym in Gilbert, Arizona. Shout out to them. True, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies, man. I'm forgetting which academy and gym and team you are from. Uh, but definitely check out True Similavong. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Uh, but I, I see both these fighters at the whole tournament scene, their fight nights. This is going to be a freaking banger. All right, both of them are, have those people who are going to really, they'll, they'll sit head to head with each other and they both have knockout power. All right, they both have knockout power. It's giving me goosebumps talking about it. I'm really looking forward to seeing this one in person. Uh, again, shout out to Fabiano Aoki from Samurai Soul Fighting Championship. Doing just an amazing job with these events. I, rumor has it, as of today, this event is almost sold out. Uh, so this podcast is going to drop on Friday. Uh, if you're in the Phoenix Valley on the weekend of July 7th, 2023, and you can get tickets, come out, come check it out. If you're not, check out Samurai Soul FC over on Instagram, and they do have a website as well, but you can buy tickets online and make it super, super simple, and it's great to see more activity in the state of Arizona, and I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, these rankings. So Samurai Soul is a... Um, WBC Muay Thai USA promoter. So by fighting in there, they're going to be having more and more uh, ranking matches. So by fighting on their show, you're getting ranked in WBC Muay Thai USA. So if you're not fighting with the WBC Muay Thai USA promoter, you're not getting like ranking. From my understanding, I don't know. I'm not speaking on behalf of the chairman or anything like that. But that is my understanding as the way WBC Muay Thai is working. So you want to get on these shows. All right. Some great matches on there, 14 fights. There's four five-round fights, and then the rest are going to be scheduled for three-round fights. Uh, they're all from like C-class up to A-class, amateur Muay Thai. Uh, looking forward to seeing them go into pro. This was actually supposed to be a pro-am event, but I think that one's been pushed off into the future. All right? So kind of just segueing next into this. Um, I have some questions and answers. And again, if you have questions or things that you want me to read off here live on the podcast, send me an email to jonathan at moitaiventura.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at moitaiventura.com. Even if it just wants to be words of encouragement, keep us going. Would absolutely definitely appreciate it. All right. So the first uh, question we have is from it's VQIKZ, so V Kids, I guess is what you would say that. I, kicks, 
B kicks on Discord. Any tips for training or fighting with an injured AC joint? So it's up in your shoulder. It's like your joint. I believe that's between your um, collarbone and your shoulder. Uh, I would say do not do anything that's going to agitate that bad boy. Uh, talk to your doctor, of course. Don't do Keep training. It's the art of eight limbs for a reason. So if you're not able to use one arm, you can still train with the other ones. I wouldn't recommend sparring, obviously, but you can still shadow. You can still practice on your mental prep. You can still do your road work. You can still, you know, shadow box. You can still hit the bag, modify your pads a little bit. All right. There's no excuse. Uh, and this is one of those things I tell people all the time when it comes to injury recovery. Don't do anything that's going to agitate it. Talk to your doctor. Let them know what you want to do. Because a lot of times doctors will say, oh, yeah, stay away from Muay Thai. Because they don't understand that, hey, you know, just because one arm's hurt doesn't mean you can't hit with the other one and use your feet. They don't know what it is, right? So you can't assume that they know what it is. Be that person to help educate them. That way you can help everybody learn about what Muay Thai is and how great it is, all right? And then the next question comes from Mr. Mandem over on Discord. Always has a ton of questions. I appreciate it. On the long knee, do you thrust your hips? So when, I, when you say thrust your hips, you definitely squeeze your glutes. Hips are going to thrust forward. And there's a lot of different techniques and knee techniques for like a long knee. You definitely want to thrust your hips, keeping your core nice and tight, being up nice and high on that toe, depending on who you're talking to. But for me, I always talk about being up on the toe. Dre is over on TikTok. Thank you so much for the likes. I really appreciate it. Double tap the screen if you're watching on TikTok. We really appreciate it. Uh, and shout out to our Muay Thai community Discord members who come on here and always give us love and support. Okay. Um, <clears throat> next one comes from Note over on Discord. He says, I got three and a half meter hand wraps. Should I buy longer ones? My coach said I should be, it would be better, but not essential. So I don't know. So uh, 3.5 meters is going to be a little bit short to be able to give you adequate protection on your hands. All right. So you're going to want to have at least a four meter hand wrap. I always recommend, and then for those of you who are in the imperial measurement, such as me, you want to think about 170 inches minimum on your hand wraps to get adequate protection. The ones that I recommend are Eat Sleep Teep hand wraps. They're handmade in Thailand. The link is in the show notes if you're listening to this later. Also, it's on all our bios and all our socials. So go check that out. They ship worldwide. Handmade in Thailand. They're 185 inches. It says Eat Sleep Teep on the cuff. I've seen some companies that get them made from the same manufacturer that sell them for $22. We sell them for only $12 and we ship international. All right, so go check that out. So um, kind of going into the Eat Sleep Deep stuff too. Uh, very happy to see us getting more and more product uh, for Eat Sleep Deep. We got some new PMT emblem enamel pins. If you don't have enamel pins, then I'm wondering how long you've been on this planet because I have like a whole collection that I've just had throughout the years that people have given to me. Um, that's kind of the purpose behind this too. We do still do have, as of the recording of this, limited edition Eat Sleep Teep enamel pins. So they're limited because on the back of them, they are numbered, they're laser etched, numbers one through 50. All right, if you can go buy it, they're $12, ship internationally at pmtlifestyle.com. All right, you want to check that out, check out all the other merchandise that I have on there. There's a lot of things such as these hand wraps. If you want to get hand wraps, you can buy them direct from us. We ship worldwide, okay? Um, they're the style of hand wraps that I prefer. I love using. I get so much great feedback from people on these too. We also have, um, I just put up our Preparing for Your First Muay Thai Fight book that is available on there. And again, I call it Preparing for Your First Muay Thai Fight, but this is literally for anybody that's interested in Muay Thai. 
The reason I call it that is it was my guide that I had for our students who were trying to compete. All right, because it gave them an idea of how they need to think in order to perform at their best as students, as coaches, and as athletes. All right, so you're going to want to encompass all these things mentally as it goes into your training. It's going to help you level up. All right, so again, just kind of shut off for today. If you have questions for me, send me an email to jonathan at moitaiventura.com. Again, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at moitaiventura.com. Uh, it's M-U-A-Y-T-H-A-I Ventura, V-E-N-T-U-R-A.com. I have a question for here from Mihailo over on TikTok. Hello, I want to start training Muay Thai before MMA. Is it a good idea to condition shins before starting training? Mihailo, so I have great videos on shin conditioning, and I will say that shin conditioning is done from training. So there is really, like you said, you haven't trained before, so you don't really know how to properly condition your shins. So you're going to go in and go train. All right, that's the best thing you can do. Go in, go train. But things that help condition your shins are sparring, hitting the heavy bag, and kicking the tie pads. These are all things that help build your conditioning. Those people, those videos, them banging their shins and stuff, those are other martial arts that are not Muay Thai that do that. Specifically karate, not saying it's a bad thing. It's just a different philosophy from Muay Thai. All right. I hope that helps you with your question there, Mihailo, over on TikTok. I really appreciate it. If anybody else has any questions, please let me know. And remember, you can always send us a DM. You can send me an email. I'll read it live on the show for that. I'm recording these weekly. Now I have my mobile set up, so I can do these from anywhere, guys. Anywhere. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the podcast continues to grow. I'm going to see if I can get Fabiano. I'm going to talk to him this weekend, the promoter, see if I can get him here on the podcast. He's a great asset to the martial arts community and the Muay Thai community. Um, you know, he's involved in MMA, he's involved as a promoter, professional, amateur. Uh, there's a lot of great people here in the Phoenix Valley. So uh, I'm going to do my best to talk with some of them this weekend. If you know anybody or have any suggestions too, send me an email, jonathan at muaythaifentura.com. Anyways, I hope you have a great day. I'm very excited. I hope you have a great rest of your training week. And I'm looking forward to talking to you next week. As always, don't forget to check out One Championship live on YouTube every Friday. One Championship, search it up on YouTube. They have live free fights from Lumpini Stadium every Friday. These are high-quality production events. They're not janky, pixelated, or anything like that. Go check it out. For anybody that's out there, if you follow UFC... If you follow Bellator or if you watch pro boxing, you're going to want to watch these. It has professional high-level Muay Thai, kickboxing, and mixed martial arts. And there are some bangers. It's a great way to kind of see like an overview of Muay Thai and how it's affecting and making a change in combat sports. Because one championship founded by CEO Chatri Sityatong, who is from the infamous Sityatong Muay Thai camp. Thanks. Just one more question, says Mihailo. I'm about six foot five, 210 pounds. I'm 16 years old. Is Muay Thai a good base? Yes, Mihailo. Muay Thai is absolutely a great base. I talk a lot about that. And what Muay Thai guys are good similar to my height to learn something. So when it comes into your height, man, you don't want to look up Diesel Noy. All right. He's great. Your height, use your knees, man. Learn how to use your knees and you're pretty heavy. So you're going to want to practice more on punching also because when you get into later rounds, you don't want to learn how to use your punch and use your knee. Because those are going to be the that range you're going to end up in a lot. Okay, of course, left head kick, right body kick, uh, left body kick. Those are all going to be great. 
But if you want to look up some other fighters that, uh, you know, I would say MMA fighters with high-level striking that that says, look up Mirko Krokop. All right? Great body kick, great head kick. He fought Muay Thai, kickboxing, K1, MMA, fought in the UFC and stuff like that too. Uh, very famous fighter. If you're watching on one championship for those heavyweight bouts, that there's not the division in there in MMA is not that big yet. But um, I would highly recommend you go check out uh, Diesel Noy. All right, look how he uses his knee. D I E S E L N O I, I believe is how you spell it. Uh, I just did a post on our TikTok about him being like, they call him like Godfather of Muay Thai, I guess you could say, because he pretty much destroyed all his opponents. He retired himself through competition by beating everybody. Um, that says a lot in Muay Thai. He's also very tall, had a really good knee, and I think that's something that a lot of MMA fighters haven't really learned how to utilize yet. There's some that are, and then when it comes into the clinching, so practice on that punching, practice on strong knee fighting, and of course, everything else that's involved in mixed martial arts, talk to your MMA coach about that. But for Muay Thai, I, I think, you know, for that height and weight, you don't get as many people in it, but it doesn't mean that that base won't serve you very well when you go into MMA also. You're really going to want to have those strong striking fundamentals, build up on it. You're only 16. I say focus for two to three years just on Muay Thai. Focus on that one thing. Get really good at it. If you're trying to compete, do some amateur Muay Thai competitions. Get that experience now and then transition over to MMA. All right. Uh, I'm telling you, I've seen this. I know what's gonna, I know what's coming down the pipeline in regards to combat sports. You're going to want to have that if you're trying to be competitive in there. All right. Uh, again, that's my own personal opinion, but I'm boots on the ground. I'm seeing this stuff every day. Also, shout out to the Pu'u Muay Thai community over on Facebook and our Putu Muay Thai uh, community channel that is live on our Instagram as well. Uh, Josh and Ronan, is 35 too old to train and compete professionally? Uh, Josh and Ronan, really thanks. Helpful, by the way, and best at leg kicks at the moment. Austin Michaelo, those are all good. Those low energy techniques for your size are going to be great. Uh, Josh and Ronan, um, I guess it's like at what level to compete professionally, right? You can compete professionally at any age, all right? It gets a little bit harder as you go up, depending on what level you go at. But I'm not saying that you can't do it, all right? You definitely is not too old to train. I train people who didn't start until like they're in their 60s and 70s, man. I'm not saying that they're competing at 60s and 70s, right? But you are at a great physical prime age to be training at 35 years young, all right? I'm going to be 35 this year. Um, I've been training since I was 18, though. But believe me, you can do it. You can train. You can compete. Take care of yourself. You're going to have to treat your body a little bit differently than the 20-somethings. And it's going to take a learning curve. Listen to your coach. Do your best to do what they ask of you and then adapt from there. If you're interested more on training for like a fight or competition, go check out my book. I have signed copies at pmtlifestyle.com. The link is in our bio. Thank you so much for the likes, by the way, Michaelo. I appreciate your Mihailo over on TikTok. Go check out the link pmtlifestyle.com click on the shop link go grab my book preparing for your first Muay Thai fight I'd recommend it for both of you here on TikTok it is has great information on there and it's going to help both of you kind of see what you need to be doing in regards to your training schedule on a weekly basis and like how to periodize your training all right periodization is very important I explain what that is inside of the book 
I talk about your running, your cardio, your conditioning, strength, calisthenic routines, what you should be doing on the bag, things like that too. All right. But I'll buy it and join your gym in Ventura. That hey, Josh and Ronan, are you you're in Ventura, man? I, if you want to if you want to stop by in there, send me a message. I'll go. I'll, I'll hook you up with the two week free, man. All right. Just shoot me a message if you are in Ventura and you're local to Ventura, Santa Barbara. Shoot me a message. I'll hook you up with a two week free VIP trial. Would love to have you in, and I'm so glad you ended up live on here. But are you near Ventura? Let me know. All right. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap up our podcast here, guys. Thank you so much for coming in today. Stay tuned for the next time. Don't forget to leave a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It means a world to us. All right. Thank you so much. So what do you call? All right. That's it today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys are listening on iTunes, please go leave a review. It means the world to me. If you enjoy the content, if you like hearing about all stuff that has to do with Muay Thai and what we're doing, 